morning. Uh, Reverend Molly asked me to say a little bit about the Young Adult Volunteer Program um, before I get into a little bit more of what I want to say to you all today. Uh, it's a program through the PCUSA. This year we are a cohort of about 60 young adults from 19 to 30 serving internationally and nationally, nationally in about 15 sites. Uh, Jack and I are two of the six young adult volunteers who work and live here in the city. And um, we volunteer for an array of agencies um, around who work with people who are housing insecure or experiencing homelessness. Some of us work in congregate other Presbyterian congregations throughout the city. Um, and uh, some others still do some other justice work around um, especially racial, racial justice. Um, we'll be here for open forum, like she said, so if you have any questions about that, definitely ask. Um, so I used to hate being asked where I saw God. I am a tiny bit competitive, and in middle and high school, I never really feel like I had an answer that just nailed it. Uh, invariably, someone else would say something super poetic about trees or like truly beautiful human interaction or extra points if they involved a small child, you know, the adorableness factor really went up. Um, and my only feeling would be, shoot, I have nothing profound to say and I am losing at Sunday school right now. <laughs> I know we're real deep today. Um, I was a messy kid with thoughts and emotions that didn't always feel like they were right or appropriate or good enough. Um, and then I became an adult and everything is clear now. I have all the answers. Have a lovely morning, thank you very much. Just me? Anyway. Um, for a long time, I felt like a relationship with God wasn't for me because I thought that since God was perfect, I had to be perfect. Um, I couldn't see God because my idea of a moment with the divine involved some kind of neon arrow that said, Jesus is here, uh, and I was just supposed, and I was just not doing it with my messy human life. But what I've come to know is that God, in fact, lives in the mess. Once I started to stretch my spiritual muscles, it turned out that Jesus, no stranger to messy and perfect humans, hangs out with us in the jagged edges of society, around people who are just trying to do their best. This city, and I mean this in the best possible way, is kind of a mess. The population boom of the last decade is marked by a chaos of displacement, changing culture, and heartbreak for many of its residents. Living in the Yav House in Northeast DC, I feel like I'm watching the landscape change in real time as steel and glass condos go up and replace the traditional two-story row house buildings of the H Street Corridor. I hear it from people too. During the World Series, I'd catch games at a local dive where the most pressing question wasn't, do you think the Nats can pull this off? Um, but it was, do you live around here? How long? Lifelong Washingtonians, especially in Ward 6, are a skeptical bunch, often numbed and exhausted by newcomers. It's okay that your city is a mess. Didn't I just say that's where God lives? And let's face it, every human project is gonna be messy. In fact, the, it's a fact that Jerusalem has to reconcile in Isaiah 58. Everyone's doing everything the right way, but they're not feeling any closer to God than being messy was letting them be. I happen to like a good mess, and I'm growing to truly love this particular one in DC. This big, messy project of living in community feels holy to me, and it's in fact an articulated program of the young adult volunteer situation. 
The six of us live in what is called intentional Christian community, which basically means that in addition to doing things like normal roommates, like eating together and fighting about the dishes, we also get together to talk about our hopes and fears, to pray and meditate, and to discuss the ways that we are being changed by our life here and now. The grumbling and grace of international community, or excuse me, intentional community in challenges me to open my heart to other moments of community as I go about my day. I'm a proud rider of the X2 bus, which, like all public transportation, is a fascinating study in people. The line runs north-south from the Anacostia bus station all the way up to Lafayette Square right in front of the Capitol. And I get on three stops from the bus station and right before Lafayette Square. Um, it's a haul. It's about 40 minutes to an hour, depending on how things are going, um, but it's often the best part of my day. Uh, I could just stand up here and tell you stories about my commute, but we can save that for another time. Um, but it's something that definitely bonds people in a way that only trying to get to work on time can. Um, and you see people from all parts of the city commuting downtown, coming back to school, um, all ages kind of have to reconcile who they are in this place together. Um, and it is sometimes a mess, it is sometimes a literal mess, um, but it's always beautiful. One of the other things about being in a messy human community is that you fight for it. Uh, I see that here a lot with the Washington Interfaith Network with whom I volunteer from time to time. They are a community organizing organization that is right now very concerned about public housing and the state of public housing in the district. Uh, and they get together with congregations, with faith leaders, with tenants in public housing residencies and say, what do you want to see? What do you need? What can we do for you? And again, it's a sometimes really messy interaction um, because often the people doing the asking are not anything like the people doing the needing and that's a really hard place to be in on both sides. Um, but as you continue to do it, if you're committed to that kind of work, you make change. And um, WIN really does affect the way things work. They've been around for 40 years. They've had some wins and some losses. Um, none of it's perfect, none of, it, none of it is a perfect job, um, but with, even with all the faults and the losses, they keep trying. And I think what I've learned from that is it can be hard to figure out what to do in a mess, um, especially since we're always caught up in our own personal messes as well. But in the thick of it, God reminds us what we're supposed to be doing as he reminds us today. Loose the bonds of injustice. Share your bread with the hungry. Bring the homeless poor into your house. In other words, get back to work. Life is messy, which God knows because he walked among us in Christ and intentionally picked the messiest, most human people he could find. And together they could do work on that earth and continue to do work from the kingdom every day. Um, and something that I think about a lot and I thought I'd share with you. Thank you both. Sarah, thank you so much for that. That was, that was really, really great. Um, hi. Good morning. I'm Jack Lentz. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, and I'm the son of a pastor. And I mention that because I think it's important. Um, I think there's, there's this idea that uh, 
PKs are supposed to have everything together. Um, um, when I learned about the Young Adult Volunteer Program, I didn't. Um, I was 26, I was living with my parents while my two younger sisters were um, off in San Diego and Philadelphia, respectively, graduating college when I still hadn't. Um, I still beat my youngest sister to graduate though, so I'm proud of that. Um, but they were working full-time full -time jobs and finding themselves. I was in Cleveland working part-time delivering pizza. I was smoking close to two packs of cigarettes a day, and I applied to the YAV program, honestly, simply to just get out of my parents' house. And also maybe, hopefully, figure out my place in the circle of life. So, I was aimless. I had no direction, and I applied to the program on a whim. I applied on a hope, on a wing and a prayer. But isn't that how all great quests begin? The hero is thrown into a situation for which they are wildly unprepared for, and then they find themselves? Frodo didn't know what he was getting himself into when he agreed to take the ring to Mordor. He knew it would be difficult, but that's about it. And Harry knew even less when he met Voldemort for the first time 11 years after his parents were murdered. But what's that quote? All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Harry and Frodo both decided what they had to do at the time that was given to them. Along the way, they found themselves. So I had the time, means, and for better or worse, some sort of motivation for this. If we're calling the Yav here my big epic quest, I was on the right track. I knew this would be hard, but I had no idea how hard. I knew there were going to be difficulties, but I had no idea that they would start my third week into the program. Um, so I work at this really, really lovely organization in DC called Everyone Home DC that, uh, that deals with the homeless individuals in, in the district and really, really works to house them. Housing is their first priority. Um, However, this organization requires that all of its employees or volunteers, me, get drug tested. Um, so my third weekend, you know, it's early September, probably 80 degrees. It was really, really nice. God, I miss those days. Um, and I, I, I take the orange line, I think, yes, to the clinic uh, right across the street from the Minnesota Avenue metro station. I, and I assume that I would pass. Um, cause, because I had no reason to think I wouldn't. Two minutes after taking the tests, it comes back, uh, and I had failed. And I'll just be honest, I had failed for Coke. At the time that I took the test, I hadn't done that in three and a half years. As you can imagine, I was wildly confused. My world began to collapse around me. 
How is that possible? I was shocked, angry, and just sad. Right away, I told my bosses, I told the site coordinator, and my roommates, who, by the way, were really, really great. Um, Sarah, thank you. Um, I knew this had to have been a mistake, but I couldn't help but think that I was going to have to leave this program that I had just dedicated 11 months of my life to. So obviously it all worked out, and I'm here talking to you all, so everything is fine. However, my point in telling that story is epic quests are not comfortable, and sometimes they're not all that fun. If you do a service year, that is the best advice I can give you. You're going to struggle, you're going to fail, you're going to hurt, and you're going to want to quit. I've thought about quitting more times than I like to admit, but I stick it out. And I will continue to do so because it's in those difficult moments when you learn who you really are. There's something great about discomfort, isn't there, in a strange way? It kind of makes life interesting. So I'll close with this. Go be uncomfortable. Go explore. Go learn something new. I promise if you do that, you will like who you are because of it. You may not know exactly where you're going or where your place is, but you will be interesting. And that, I think, is the most important thing you can do for yourself. Thanks so much.